0: Good morning! Hi, Rumi! How are you? I
1: haven't seen
0: you. Welcome to 7th Street Christian Church. It is good to be together today. Um, In trying to limit announcements, um, I just want to direct you to the back of the bulletin so you can read about those announcements there. But we do have uh, several upcoming services, another one this this afternoon at 4 p.m., and then, our, of course, our Christmas Eve service. Um, we also have next, can you all believe, by next Sunday, Christmas will be over. Oh <laughs> Actually, it won't technically be over till December 6th, liturgically, but we would have. You have an announcement? Yes, Miss Billy. Uh, look at that, we'll have our... Um, 64,
2: 65th wedding anniversary on December (laughs) 26th.
0: Well, it looks like your marriage might last.
1: (laughs) Congratulations.
0: What? You can't? Are you getting it now? Okay. Now you can. Good. Um, Well, congratulations. Um another ana- quick announcement next uh, Sunday, we will have a hymn sing. so uh, I invite you to share any hymns that you may want to sing next Sunday um, via email or maybe by your prayer card or some um, way of you know, writing it down and putting it in. Um, the offering plate, that needs to be in by today so that we can, we have a short week so we can uh, print those bulletins. Um, and then also would like to welcome, Sam, I actually didn't get your last name. Gundy. Gundy. Nice. Thank you for being here, Sam. Um, Sam from Greenspring <laughs> is sharing his gifts and talents. And there's been a couple of changes in the bulletin, so just want to announce those uh, selections have changed. The prelude is uh, Chopin's Nocturne in E-flat major. The offertory is Lieberstrom, number three. And the postlude is Beethoven, which is correct in the bulletin. So thank you so much um, for sharing your gifts and talents this morning. So um, without further ado, let us prepare our hearts to worship God.
3: Having a call to worship? Field and forest. Glory,
2: glory to God. God.
3: Sheep and sparrow. Glory,
2: glory to God. God.
3: Rock and river. Glory,
2: glory to God. God. Let all creation give
3: glory to God.
2: This morning, we relight the first candle of Advent, reminding us that God is everywhere in this sanctuary and beyond. We relight the second candle of Advent, reminding us that God is home to us. (laughs) we light the third candle of advent reminding us that even when life is crowded and busy God is not lost and present with us this morning we light the candle that God is also wide open spaces meeting us and beckoning us to be rooted in love let us join Our voices to sing our opening hymn.
0: I think, bring up, Jamie, you go ahead and come on up. Bring up the kids. Whoever wants to come forward. Before we have our nativity moment, um, I wanted us to acknowledge and send our prayers with Jamie Babzak, who is leaving, not just for Christmas break, her normal Christmas break, but at the, when are you, on the 28th? On Friday. On Friday, is leaving for India, for about three weeks. Just two? Yep. Okay, well, in my it's head, I'm. <laughs> it's still two weeks. Okay, I've got this all wrong. <laughs> for me, it's an eternity. <laughs> but I thought that it would be lovely if we send her with our prayers um, this week. Uh, you should have received an email about writing cards to her with your prayers and gratitude. And um, Jamie, those are in a basket in the back. And if you've forgotten, you can still place those in there. And there's a few cards that you can pick up and and write something so she can take those prayers with her, and read them um, on that very, very long plane ride. It's
1: very long. <laughs>
0: As someone has who has done it twice, it is a very long plane ride. I think it's going to be almost. Just ten. So will, will you guys help me in praying with Miss Jamie and for Miss Jamie? In your bulletin insert, it says, Commissioning of Jamie Babzak, and I invite you to turn to, the, to that page. And I'm going to pray for Miss Jamie, and then I'm going to invite us to read the bold all together. We praise you, loving God, for your gentle plan that calls your people to new places and experiences. We ask for your blessing upon Jamie as she departs for India. We lift her and her classmates up in prayers as they discover a new land and meet your people. Bless them with the spirit of adventure and open-mindedness. While you keep Jamie safe, may any fears and uncertainties be transformed into quiet confidence. May this time be transformative, deepening her faith and understanding of your people everywhere. And let us join in together. Go in peace, Jamie. With our love and prayers, go in strength, knowing we are holding you in our thoughts. Go in joy, with the assurance that God is with you. Go in peace. Yay, all right, now it's you. adorable (laughs) our scripture this morning is from the gospel of luke where we have been for the last three weeks and i invite you to actively listen or to read along in your pew bible it is luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 20 And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. The word of the Lord. We made it, y'all. We made it to the fourth week of Advent, we've been on a journey together. We've worked our way through Luke's nativity story, from Zechariah, rendered mute, and a challenge to each of us to speak to the powers and principalities of this world outside of our own comfort zones and sanctuary. To Mary, singing a universal song of praise to God for the wonderful and marvelous things God has done, challenging us to continue our song of praise. To God, showing up in unexpected ways and unexpected times with Jesus being born liturgically a little too early reminding us to pay attention and to today our fourth Sunday where we find shepherds in the fields who in the middle of the night get quite the light show of the glory of the Lord with a visit from more angels. Angels are very busy in this nativity story. This This Sunday is the birth announcement that we've been waiting for. But can you imagine the fear the shepherds must have felt? There they are, out in the field, a backyard camping experience, so to speak. They are wrapped up tightly in their cloaks, dozing through their nighttime vigilance on a cold hillside. It's a tough job. Working third shift is not ideal, but they are gainfully employed, and so they're grateful. And suddenly, they are visited by an angel who tells them about the Messiah who was born then as if that is not enough, suddenly an army of angels appear. It's like the boy band of angels coming out of nowhere, and they start singing, and they do their little boy band dance, proclaiming glory to God in the highest and peace to all of God's people. Something strange and magnificent happened that night that pulled them away from their flock, that pulled them away from their job. No doubt a fireable offense. They're pulled away to go see what the angels proclaim. I've been trying to imagine what could possibly compare to such an event. What is so enrapturing that you must go see it? Is it like the car accident that you just can't look away from? Or is it as mesmerizing and magical as Christmas lights? Or is it more like that friend that you have such a connection with that you pick up right where you left off after years of not seeing each other? What kind of vent could have pulled these shepherds away from their job Perhaps it is some sort of cosmic merger of all three of those. What is it that would make us stop, draw us out, and help us realize that there is more to to this life than anything that we've ever done up to this moment? And so we go. And there it is, what we find, a little baby in a manger. And the world falls away. All the stress, all the things you were told mattered more. And suddenly it all becomes clear. And you have that moment, as we have talked about before, that thin place. That space between heaven and earth that is particularly thin where you can sense the divine and God's presence more readily. And it all makes sense. God incarnate. God in flesh. God's love, tangible. Not much larger than a mustard seed. Capable of being held in the palm of your hand, and yet capable of filling up and consuming your entire being, permeating outward. It's so... Simple. You don't even ask how. You just know. And it all makes sense. Jesus in the manger, ushering in a different way. While Rome is trying to usher in peace with force and bullying and taxes. Here God is proclaiming hope and joy and love and peace by embodying a baby. While Corinnaeus takes a census in order to reduce people to a statistic, which, by the way, David did in a census too back in Second Samuel and was punished by God. God this time responds, with a baby, suggesting that no one is a statistic and everyone matters and everyone has value. And to demonstrate that God will use the antithesis of what the world considers strong and powerful, God uses an unwed poor mother to use her voice and proclaim a song, and a mild-mannered man who embodies integrity. And God becomes incarnate in a most vulnerable way by becoming a baby dependent upon the very ones God created to care for it. And in response, a community is called together to witness, to proclaim it, to just be in it. Like the shepherds, there is something that draws us to this child. In this way, Christmas is like a homecoming. Perhaps not what we would expect as a homecoming. It's not home in the sense that it's always the same or the way our memory remembers it. For those of you who have been in this congregation for a long time and perhaps, or perhaps are back after a long period of time away, This place may not be exactly as you remember. You go back in your memory only to realize the past isn't there for you. And you don't quite feel at home. But I think our nativity characters understand how you feel. They completely understand. Mary and Joseph leave their real home of Nazareth to head to Bethlehem. Joseph's ancestral's home, but not really his. And as for the shepherds, if home is a field, that doesn't seem like home. But somehow, everyone... Even strangers are brought together, pulled by the same force, drawn in by the same curiosity, landing in the same place. And the little community is created. And here we are, In this moment, some of us strangers, many of us friends and family, an island of misfit toys from all walks of life and experiences, all very different. And we've all come here to see the baby God's love incarnate. Perhaps home isn't so much a place, but in a person. Not so much a sense of permanent permanence, but a community that is created. Let us come into the presence of God together and rejoice, Amen. Like the shepherds did and saw, let us stand and sing our hymn of commitment, and raise our voices singing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
3: The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord, whom do I love? Jesus said, everybody. Do I love my new neighbor moving in next door who looks like me? Okay. Do I love my do I love a Guatemalan a Guatemalan refugee child? Yes. Do I love a starving child walking naked in a Delhi traffic circle? Yes. Lord, do I love a Mexican man at the land-safing service working to send money uh, back to his family? He is Esteban, like me. Lord, do I love the kid sitting next to me at the McDonald's with rap music booming through his headphones? Yes. Maybe I smile when he looks my way. His name is Steven, like me. Do I love the gaggle of teenage girls at my house gossiping and loud? Yes, Lord, do I love my Bedouin friends in the desert? Yes, Machaba. Lord, do I love my Jewish brothers and sisters? Yes, do I love my Arab brothers and sisters? Yes, do I love my new Indian friends? Yes, do I love, can I love all? Lord, we know we should not hate others, but we should hate bad ideas fear-mongering and lying and money-grubbing at the expense of others. It is okay to hate for not taking care of our world and to do something about it. To not hate people but to change the feelings of those who feel that they have to hate others. Clear our hearts and fill them with love. Lord for me particularly while driving. Lord who do I pray for? The world I guess. We hold in our hearts those in harm's way. Our troops caught in conflict in various places in the world, but particularly in Syria as American soldiers are being used as pawns in a political game. Keep these men and women safe. We pray for newly elected officials in the Congress, (coughs) Republican, Democrat, independents, all. Help them to not be overwhelmed by the crushing machine of the status quo and to bring in new ideas to work for what is best in America. We pray for people, children, mothers, fathers, families struggling in Syria and Libya, Nepal and South Africa, in Ghana and Nigeria and Haiti, Yemen, Zambia, Sierra Leone, Sudan, Afghanistan, and in Richmond, Virginia, places where some of the greatest poverty in the world, families hungry and struggling. Lord, the U.S. is a strong and wealthy nation. We are focusing on the wrong things. We can make a difference in the world. You have shown us the way. We can fight injustice, poverty, petty war in the world. We have our priorities backwards. We need to start with feeding and educating hungry children and only later focus on in the economy and amassing wealth. Tweaking interest rates in the light of labor markets and producer price indexes is fine, but Ben, Shalom. Bernanke touted early childhood education as one of our most important goals. Shalom. Lord, let us celebrate this Christmas season alive and not focused on our phones or shopping, but with our friends and family. Let us ignore the uh, tweets on Twitter and the constant barrage of news, which is always fantastically dramatic. Help us to have time at home with our families, talking, loving, holding holding babies. (laughs) Lord, we know that some are lonely. Many of us have experienced loss over this past year. There are some who are even afraid and hurting. Be with those of us who are having trouble experiencing your love and joy in this season. Importantly, help each of us to help others. Lord, show us ways and open our eyes to caring. Motivate us to leave the shopping malls And find the true spirit of Christmas. A baby. A baby. New hope. Of course our Lord. Enters. And comes to us into this world as a baby. New life. New hope. We know that he. Will fulfill this promise for us. New life. New hope. Amen.
0: God sent Jesus that we may not perish, but have eternal life. As we bring forth our tithes and offerings, and offering our gifts, we testify to the light of the world that glows within this congregation and spreads beyond its doors. Come give with joy, made real in Christ. Let us pray. God's steadfast love is established forever, like the moon, an enduring witness in the skies. God's faithfulness is as firm as the heavens, like stars that never grow dim. May God bless this offering, that Christ's light will shine throughout it the ages. Amen. You may be seated. <coughs> the prophets foretold it. The desert bursts into bloom. Angelic messengers delivered the news. A priest lost his speech. A young woman found her voice. In this season of Advent, the scriptures revive old stories and bring new understandings. In the face of critics and skeptics, our faith cries out, resilient like a baby from a manger bed. From that Bethlehem beginning, Jesus, baptized in the Jordan, spent his life serving others that all might know the compassionate attention of a loving God. Today, Jesus serves us yet again as we gather at this table that he has prepared for us. Let us join our voices in our communion hymn, verses 1, 2, and 4 of O Come All Ye Faithful. As we gather around this table, we remember the story that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, this bread is like my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup and blessed it and gave it to them and said, The wine in this cup is like the blood in my veins, poured out to give you new life. Do this in remembrance of me. This morning we do partake of communion by intinction. You are invited forward to take a piece of bread and dip it into the cup and partake of the two elements together. Please know that no matter who you are or where you are from, you are welcome to the table this morning. Let us pray.
2: Gracious God, we come to this table today during this Advent season as faithful followers to give you all the glory. The shepherds came to Bethlehem to see the baby Jesus, who was born the King of Angels. As we anticipate celebrating his birth, May we also remember the great sacrifice he made for us. Bless this bread that represents his broken body. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Merry Christmas, Father. We come faithfully to this table set by you, Lord, and marvel at your glorious miracle, Jesus the Christ, the greatest gift of all mankind. Let us be as the shepherds rejoicing in the love and wonder of your most precious gift ever given to us with your son, Jesus Christ the baby. With this cup we all sing in our hearts, glory to the newborn king, to Jesus our Emmanuel. We pray for his second birth with peace on earth that the whole world could be enjoyed by all nations in love rising on his healing wings. We go forward this week with renewed hope in our hearts, bright as a shining star, because of you, Heavenly Father. Amen.
0: Haskins and Steve Sanderford, we need two more people because the choir is singing. If you will help us serve communion this morning, we would greatly appreciate it. Let us pray. Holy Creator, bread of life, everlasting salvation, a light shines in the night and the night will not overcome it. In this meal we have been replenished and strengthened, the light of your love rekindled within. We will be bold to carry this light into the world. Thank you for recharging our batteries and reviving your ambient glow within us. You are the You are the power source that never gives out, eternally renewable and sustainable. With grateful hearts, we pray the prayer your Son taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let us stand and sing our closing hymn, People Look East, found on page 142. Receive this benediction, but I also invite you to stay seated after, if you're able to uh, hear Sam's um, recessional. So if you're able to stay, I encourage you to do so. But receive this benediction. Go from this place in the spirit of God's peace. Go from this place in the spirit of God's love. Knowing God's love goes with you, and God's peace will guide you. Amen.